Welcome to Keep You 100 Radio. I'm your host, Felicity Pointer, type 1 diabetic, certified health coach, personal trainer, and founder of Needles and Spoons Health and Wellness. Inside this podcast, you'll find the real and raw conversations around diabetes management, including the lessons that we don't learn in our endos office, my best tips and trainings, and conversations from the experts that I trust inside the community so that you can create more predictability in your diabetes management and feel empowered while doing so. Let's dive in. So I've been living with type 1 diabetes for eight years, and of those eight years, I've been on an insulin pump for seven and a half. That means I've gone through 912 site changes, and that's not even counting my continuous glucose monitor. If you're living with diabetes, then you know that these diabetes devices are precious, and when we're just trying to do the things that we love, like being active, hanging out with our friends, traveling, we literally do not have time for our devices coming off and then dealing with insurance on top of that to deal with replacements. That is why I'm so happy that I found Syngrip, my favorite diabetes patch company, three years ago. Before finding them, my devices used to always knock off on doorways or sweat off after a workout. But since finding them, I can honestly say that I can go to the gym four days a week, sweat it up in hot yoga, go to the beach, and travel without having to worry about anything happening to my devices. As a type 1 diabetic who wants to make the most out of these experiences, I can't tell you how comforting it is to know that I have one less thing to worry about. Whether you're on an insulin pump or a continuous glucose monitor, you can try out SkinGrip at SkinGrip.com and save on your order by using the code LISSIE, L-I-S-S-I-E, at checkout. Now let's dive into this episode. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Keep 100 Radio. My name is Lissy Pointer and I am your host for the night. I say the night because I'm actually recording this at like 10.30pm on a Friday night. So if you're ever wondering what I do on my weekends, this is usually it because I love this podcast and I love to be here. So let's dive into today's episode. Today I want to really talk about the nitty gritty in the four steps to actually lower your A1C. I'm going to walk you through the exact framework that we take our clients through in our signature coaching program, Keeping It 100. And the reason why I believe so heavily in this framework is because this is taking that holistic approach. And when we're talking about the holistic approach, we're really talking about one that looks at diabetes from all angles. So this is where we are not just simply looking at blood sugar management as carbs plus insulin equals your blood sugar. And from my experience and the experience of a lot of other people that I've worked with, that is generally the narrative that we are led to believe in the beginning of our diagnosis. I know that for me specifically, I was told like you can still have a very normal life and you know nothing really has to change with your lifestyle. All that really changes is that you have to check your blood sugar a few times a day and you have to take your insulin before meals. And that sounded fine and good. Like that didn't sound too bad to me. Of course, I, you know, had the anxiety of actually taking my insulin. I didn't love checking my blood sugar every single day with a with a lancet, but I was like I could do this. Now, what really was the kicker or like what really actually changed my perspective was that when I was doing those things, I was using my sliding scale, I was counting my carbs, I was taking my insulin, and my blood sugars were just all over the place. I was constantly skyrocketing and plummeting. My blood sugar would go from about 300 to 50 in an hour, and I I felt the effects of that, especially because when I was first diagnosed, that there's those first four years, I was a college student. I was studying at Penn State, 
And as a college student, I really needed that energy to, to study. I was taking about 20 engineering credits per semester. I was working 20 hours a week. I was volunteering for the Penn State Dance Marathon, like in all of my spare time, um, and, you know, helping out with all these other organizations. So for me, there was no question of like, I needed my mental energy, I needed my physical energy, I needed my emotional energy, because this was a really busy time in my life. And the fact that I was given this oversimplified solution to a whopping diagnosis, and then, you know, feeling the effects of it later, as I was trying to just navigate this new adulthood, it just didn't sit right for me because I was feeling all of that. I was feeling energetically drained. I was exhausted. My blood sugars were fluctuating. I wasn't feeling well. And at the end of the day, like that makes a huge impact. And we can only kind of live on that autopilot or that management emergency mode for so long before we kind of realize no, like we are worth, you know, gaining control of this and there has to be another way for us to kind of have our lives back. And for some people that takes a year and some people like me, it takes, you know, four or five years and other people, it might take a little bit longer. And wherever you are in your journey, I just want to let you know that that is okay. And all that matters is that, you know, we are constantly evolving in this relationship with diabetes. We are constantly you know, just learning new perspectives and getting curious about what else there is in our blood sugar management and in our, just our journey with diabetes. So again, in today's episode, I'm going to take you through the four steps and like the four phases that we take our clients through in actually lowering their A1C. Now I want to preface here that for us, it's not just about seeing a lower A1C, specifically with our clients. Our whole goal in what we offer is to allow you to find more predictability in your blood sugar management through ownership in these various areas, but also allowing you more flexibility in your life so that you can welcome in more moments and you can stay more present in those moments that matter. Because the reality is you can find a program that will help you lower your A1C pretty much anywhere. You can do the different diets, you can do the 75 hard challenge, you can find any program under the sun and realistically with enough focus and accountability, you can lower your A1C. The difference in what I believe in our approach is the sustainability of it all. Because not only are you having the accountability and support to get you to your goals, yes, of course, you're really getting the the science behind things, you are really changing your patterns and your decision making around things. You're making more informed decisions and making more intentional strides in your management. And that is really what makes it long-term and sustainable. We have clients who, yes, they lower their A1C, but that is not just the only thing that we are looking at. We are looking at your relationship with diabetes. We are looking at your the trust that you have in your own body and blood sugars. We are looking at the confidence in your decision-making. And we're looking at your energy levels, again, because that is what I believe it all comes back down to um, at the end of the day. So if this sounds like it's up your alley, if this sounds like what you were looking for, then you are in the right place and we are going to go ahead and get started. I want to add in here that the process actually is a little uncomfortable for a lot of people and that's not because they're going outside of their comfort zone, it's not because they're doing anything, you know, 
dangerous or anything like that but it's uncomfortable because it can be a slow process. So usually when we leave our endocrinologist's office, we're kind of given all of these changes to make. We're given all these changes in our pump settings and, you know, X, Y, and Z and see you in three months. And we feel like we have to do everything at once. And usually when we when new clients come into our program, they know that there's so many things that they haven't been able to dive into yet they know that there are changes that they want to make they know that they want to learn more about their basal rates or their nutrition strategy or exercise and they want to do it all at once now the uncomfortable part is actually slowing it down and taking it step by step but i'm telling you at the forefront please with these steps and these phases do not do them all at once these are meant to be phases they're meant to you know you're meant to take it step by step and really that's to avoid the overwhelm um, mentally and physically because if we're making too many changes at once that is going to give us that's that's probably actually going to only hurt your management and not only that but it's going to add variability in your blood sugars and you're not going to even know where to start in making changes from there. So the most uncomfortable part is honestly just slowing down and taking it step by step. But if there's anything that I can encourage you to do is that you actually slow down and just bite off one thing at a time. So with that, we're going to start with step one. So the first step that we have our clients go through can actually feel also uncomfortable because in a way it's kind of like you're holding up a mirror to your your personal life with diabetes. And when that happens, we also have to take a lot of ownership over the things that we are currently doing. So the thing that we have them do first is really assess the their behaviors and decision making as it revolves around their diabetes management. Now, I will preface that this is not to, to make sure that everybody's having a perfectly clean diet or exercising for an hour and a half every single day or having the perfect lifestyle, whatever on earth that looks like, this is really so that we can help them create those micro moments that are blood sugar supporting. So we help them break down their day in these behaviors and really assess them for what they are currently. And we allow them to choose, you know, what habits do you want to really lean into that will help you get to your overall goals so for some people this is really leaning into their sleep patterns for other people it's really leaning into their stress management or their carb counting or the time that they take to intentionally bolus before a meal it can look like a lot of different things to a lot of different people but it does involve getting a little uncomfortable and looking at okay what am i currently doing and how are these behaviors either supporting me right now or how are they not supporting me and how can i put energy into one one primary area now on top of that we also take them through their current decision making patterns Because when we think about diabetes and the longer that we live with it, sometimes we, sometimes our decision-making patterns get a little outdated, especially when you are growing up with T1D and maybe your parents are more hands-on in your management and then you're taking the reins later on. But either way, the longer that we live with it, sometimes it's like building a muscle. If we are constantly working out that muscle, of course, it's going to go strong, grow stronger. But also if you are, you know, doing a workout with the wrong form 
and you're repeatedly doing that workout with the wrong form, you're going to work the wrong muscles. So what we want to lean into here is really supporting our clients in figuratively working the right muscles. So this can go into, you know, what questions are you asking yourself when you are making decisions around your boluses or, you know, everyday diabetes decisions? What emotions are playing an impact in that decision making? And then not only that, but, you know, what obstacles or hurdles or fears are coming up as you're making that decision? And how is that impacting your execution in in that decision making. So we really support our clients in reverse engineering this process and making it so that we are making really op, you know, optimal decisions so that we don't have to go through that roller coaster of uh, that roller coaster not only in our blood sugars but that constant mental roller coaster because um, I think we can all agree that diabetes is something that is constantly on our mind. And the more that it's at the forefront, the more emotionally draining it can be. So when we really lean into our decision-making around diabetes and our blood sugar management, the more that we can kind of put it in the back of our mind, not in a bad way, but actually in a really empowering way where it doesn't have to eat up every single thought and every single moment of life. So... So that is step one. We really lean into more of, you know, what am I currently doing and how can I make it more supportive for the lifestyle and for the goals that I want to lean into. Now in step two, we kind of start diving more into the nitty gritty. And this is where we are working on nailing down your baselines. Now baselines is simply the, just the term that we use for looking at our, our management from the perspective of our insulin management. So here we're looking at your basal rates, your carb ratios, and your correction factor. Because those are three key areas in your insulin management where if they're not up to par, it really doesn't matter about your 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 decision making doesn't matter and your that your nutrition strategy doesn't matter none of that really matters because you need to make sure that these are dialed in first so the important part here is that you are getting the support of a of somebody who's qualified to help you adjust these areas so this is exactly why we have Jess on our team who is our team's registered dietitian and certified diabetes care and education specialist she is somebody who educates our clients on how to go through the testing processes for these areas, how to even look at your data and know, okay, is this a basal rate issue? Is this a carb ratio issue or a correction factor issue? And if we we don't know off the bat, how can we reduce the variability to find out? Um, so with that, you know, taking our clients through the testing process, and once they have their the the results from that test, you know, what do we do next? What are we looking for in this test? How can you self-identify new patterns and trends um, and with that you know do you need to talk to your endo to make additional changes and i feel like this is a really a huge piece of education that is missing from our endo appointments and i know part of this is simply because there is just not enough time to train us on this and and educate us on this But what happens more often than not is that we go into our appointments um, every three months. We, you know, our doctor identifies a trend that we may or may not see and they just kind of make a basal adjustment or a carb ratio adjustment and they don't really take us through why that decision was made. And it kind of creates this dependency on our endo 
and creates this mistrust in our own decision making because we don't believe that we can make adjustments on our own or we just don't believe that we understand enough as to why those changes are being made. So what we notice what happens is that when our clients are actually understanding their own trends in their body and in their insulin management, they feel so much more empowerment over these conversations. They feel like they can lead these conversations because they are so much more equipped with the ability to identify trends, understand what their basal rates are actually doing for their body, understanding why their carb ratio is why it is, and they feel like they can trust those doses. A funny story is actually we had a client who um, she's been living with diabetes for about 20 years and she's been seeing the same endocrinologist for I think almost all those 20 years and almost every time it was you know same 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 situation that I just discussed you know they made the changes she walked out and you know moved along her day now after keep 100 she came back to her endos appointment and she's like oh doc I got it figured out you know uh i my basal rate seems a little low here, so I end up going high in this time frame. So I think we need to adjust that. Um, my carb ratio seems a little bit off here. And he just kind of sat back and looked at her and was like, who is this person? I have never met her before. And it just goes to show that this can really, understanding your body and understanding these baselines and what they're doing for your body, it just gives you a whole nother level of ownership. And and creates a better relationship, I believe, between you and your endo because it's a mutual conversation. You are a part of the conversation and they're able to support you in the ways that they need to support you. Now, because I know that this is such a big education piece that is typically left out of our diagnosis, my co-coach Jess and I are hosting a four-week mini group coaching program called Mastering Your Baselines Bootcamp. And inside this program, you are going to be going through the testing process, learning all about how to actually understand your basal rates, insulin carb ratios, and correction factors with the support of a of a certified diabetes care and education specialist so that you can trust your baselines, you can know exactly how to identify when a change needs to be made, and you can communicate with your endo appropriately and make sure that you are getting the changes that need to be made and actually understanding them. I feel like that, again, is so, so huge. So this is going to be a one-time only program. We're hosting it at the end of July. And to top it off, it's probably one of the most affordable four-week hands-on programs that you will ever get. So four live coaching calls, Slack access, and materials and resources that you need to really get the most out of this experience. I will put that link in the show notes so you can join us. It is a really quick and easy enrollment process, nothing too crazy. And if you have any questions about it, just send me a DM on Instagram at needlesandspoons underscore. So that brings me into step three. So this is where things get fun because this is where we are strategizing the daily variability that we experience on a day-to-day basis living with diabetes. So this is where we are really talking about the impact of nutrition, exercise, and hormones because when you think about it, these are really the key foundations that we need to have to make these educated decisions throughout our 
are every single day. So this is where we are taking our clients through how to, you know, do things from pairing your meals together and really understanding how the macronutrient makeup of your meal impacts your bolus strategy. On top of that, you know, our clients are really learning how to manipulate the variables around their movement. So this is actually something that we take, I think, a unique approach on because we're always kind of taught, you know, how can you use movement to manipulate your blood sugars? How can you use movement to bring your blood sugars down? To me, it ruins our relationship with movement, to be honest. Instead, our approach is how can we manipulate the variables to make it work for the movement that you want to do? Because at the end of the day, you should be able to do both. You should be able to manipulate your blood sugars for the movement if you want to. Um, if you want to do cardio and you need to, you know, bring your blood sugars a little bit higher in order to do that cardio, sure. But at the end of the day, you should be able to manipulate all the other variables around your workout to make it work for your blood sugars. And to me, that creates a better relationship with exercise. It creates a more trusting relationship with our bodies. And we feel stronger and more empowered around movement. So I really love that that's an approach that we take. If you want to learn more about the variables around movement, we do have a podcast episode all on exercise and the variables to consider. That is episode 16 called your diabetes and exercise questions answered so along with that that third part of the daily variability that again i feel like is left so much out of the narrative is our hormonal health and actually understanding how our cycle as a person who menstruates impacts our insulin sensitivity it's this huge narrative that we're told that diabetes thrives off of routine and you just have to have a super structured routine around diabetes for it to work for your blood sugars. And I could not argue with that more because when you are experiencing different hormonal shifts in your body, your body is not going to react to anything the same. So we're given this very linear approach to a very cyclical issue. So when you can understand how your cycle is impacting your hormone shifts and how that impacts your insulin sensitivity and even taking it a step further and how that impacts your energy, your nutritional needs, your stress levels, it really changes the whole way that you think about the blood sugar experience and it gives you so much more grace for when things don't work like they did the day before. And not only can you give yourself more grace, but you can be more proactive in the process because you understand what your body is going through and how to work with it instead of fighting against it. So now that brings us into step four. Step four is where we are putting the cherry on top and we are taking our clients through conquering the high variability areas. So again, I feel like this is something that is not, we're just not equipped with when we walk out of our diagnosis because we are kind of taught avoid eating out at restaurants, eat the low carb options um, when you're at a holiday dinner or be careful around X, Y, and Z. And we're not equipped with the tools that allow us to actually succeed in those scenarios. So that's exactly what we want to give to our clients here. It's the ability to go on vacation and not have to worry about their blood sugars, or at least be able to find that balance between predictability and flexibility. We want to give them the tools to go out to a restaurant and actually 
live in the moment with their friends while managing their blood sugars um, and coexisting with between those two things. We want to give you those tools so that you can actually enjoy those high variability areas, enjoy those moments with the people that you love without having to feel like you either have to ignore diabetes completely or without feeling like you have to be anxious about diabetes and worrying about about it the whole time. There should be a happy medium where you can coexist with your blood sugars and life. And I just feel like that is something so missing in our diabetes education and experience. So this is where we are taking our clients through, you know, not only the mindset component, but the data reflection, how to zoom in, when to zoom out, what data to actually look at how to navigate the stress around these scenarios, how to navigate high-fat meals when you are eating out at restaurants, all of these conversations that are typically left out of our diabetes education and experience, we are bringing to the table. Now, to go through those four steps again, step one, it's really all about understanding your decision-making. So what habits are you prioritizing? What blood sugar-supporting behaviors are you implementing? What questions and emotional drivers are impacting your decision-making and blood sugar outcomes? Step two is all about nailing down your baselines. So really understanding your basal rates, your correction factors, your your carb ratios. Um, And again, if you want more on that, I can do a podcast episode with Jess, but we are putting together that hands-on experience, Mastering Your Baselines Bootcamp, so you can join us in the link in the show notes. Um, Step three is all about strategizing your daily variability. So all the things from nutrition strategy, exercise strategy, and hormonal health. And step four is finally conquering those high variability areas. So I hope this gave you more of an insight on how to actually take your journey a step further and what areas you can fully zoom in on without feeling overwhelmed by the process because I know it's so easy to go into that all or nothing and to feel like you have to you have to bite off everything at once. So hopefully this gives you a place to start and if you need support in your journey, of course, we are always people you can reach out to. Um, just DM me on Instagram at needles and spoons. Let me know that you came from the podcast and we can always discuss whether our coaching experiences are right for you and if not, you know, what free resources we have to offer. So that is our episode for today. Let me know what you think. Give it a review on Apple Podcasts and we will see you inside of next week's episode.